Hey guys, welcome back to West Indie-ish. It's Nanda and a happy December. I can't believe it. We have made it through an entire year, okay? And it flew by so quickly. It, you know, you blink and it's March and then you blink again and then it's like around June and then you blink again and you're in October and here we are. We're in December. It, it, it kind of just flew by on a lot of us and let me tell you I've spoken with a lot of my peers my family friends co-workers and it's been a year for everybody I think everybody kind of looks is standing in the month of December and kind of looking back at the rest of the months and just is in awe that a it happened so quickly but b that it was it was just such a year, I think, for everybody. Everybody kind of went through it this year. Um, and I have realized that I think this is the first year that people are kind of getting back up from our COVID disaster. <laughs> um, funny enough, although it's been three years since the start of COVID, I think this is kind of like the first year where everything's kind of just been somewhat back to normal in the new normal kind of way, right? So I think everybody's kind of acclimated to our new rules as, you know, since COVID has come. And um, I think people are kind of just getting back into the swing of things, being comfortable with maybe virtual schooling or working from home or, you know, what have you, whatever it may be. But I do think that everybody has felt a great amount of effects this year. And I think that that kind of almost mirrors the year 2020 because people have been so sad this year. Um, I think the increased prices <laughs> in in the world, um, the interest rate being nine percent like it's crazy and I think everybody's feeling the effects of it the price on gas you know like everything is just kind of taking a toll I think our kids in school have taken a hit because they had to switch to online learning so quickly school systems already are kind of terrible in America we all know that it's a lot it's been a lot for everybody and I think understandably so Everybody's ready for a reset in 2024 and everybody's planning their goals. I'm planning my own goals starting now. Go ahead and do it. Get your vision boards ready. Like, let's make 2024 a much better year. You know, go. It's time for the upswing. But I I say all that to say that we really have to pay attention to ourselves our mental stability and where we are we have to do a self-check um, we have to do a family check we have to do a fa- a friend's check obviously only give what you can give you know and when you get on the airplane they always say put your mask on before you put anybody else's on but definitely make sure you're you're checking on yourself you're you're looking after yourself because after the past few years that we have had you know a lot of people didn't make it through COVID year and now getting all the way to this point almost seems like 
you've been running a race, a, a, a whole race. And so I think it's important to take a moment, especially during this time of year, December is, uh, it's, it can be a very sad year. It can, uh, sorry, a very sad month, but it can be a very happy month. And it just depends on perception and how you look at it and how you feel within it. Um, so, so check on yourself, check on your family, check on others. And as a West Indie family that we are, it's easier said than done sometimes because ironically, we always say family first, blood is thicker than water. Um, you know, every single phrase that you could think of dealing with family, we're always so concerned about family, but we don't cover all parts of being concerned, especially when it comes to mental health or depression or anxiety, anything like that. All, all of these things, yes, they are true. Yes, they are real. Yes, we are at a high, high, high amount of people that have anxiety and depression because of the past few years that we have had, because of the social media that's out there now, we, we have a high amount. So we need to do more to make sure that we are checking on our family members and that we are actively having those conversations, regardless of what our generational trauma has brought us to believe that, um, you know, oh, forget, forget how you're feeling, right? No, wrong. You do need to check up on yourself and you need to check up on your others, on on your your other family members and friends. And when you feel a way, you know, embrace that, get into that and figure out the root of it. That way you can solve it and move on from it. Um, Something that uh, Caribbean culture is not so great at doing. And I think it's important to talk about it, especially during the month of December, you guys, you you would be surprised, but December is the month um, where actually suicide rates are up. They are up. Just look it up. It's a thing. Um, but kind of going away from the deep, deep, deep stuff of, of you know. So let's talk about it. Remember... So let's talk about it. I, you know, it's completely normal. Everybody goes through it. I think everybody is just trying. I think that's been the theme of my personal year is I've realized that everybody is just trying. Um, at the end of the day, no matter how right or wrong you think a person is, at the end of the day, they are just trying. Chances are, I, I really refuse to believe that there are that many people in the world that are just simply refusing to try. I think most people are actually trying at whatever capacity that they have. So give them their credit where credit is due because at least they're making an effort in some way to handle things the best they can, right? Um, I don't know that West Indy people were um, kind of trained or built. They, they're trained in a lot of other things, but in no way, shape or form do I think that they are completely trained to deal with their trauma or depression or anxiety um, or stress in in any way. Um, and I'm not saying all, not all. I think there are a lot of people um, in the West Indies that or from the West Indies that do have great, um, great coping mechanisms. And 
hopefully they are passing those traits on to their family and friends around them because we need more of that. We need more of that support. I think one of the things that, you know, although we can't really place where obviously generational trauma, depression, all those things come from, um, I think one thing that is in common for a lot of Caribbean cultures, West Indian cultures, and even Hispanic cultures is that um, immigration, immigration, you guys, it's, it, we, we talk about it politically a lot of the time, or we'll talk about it just generally as a part of saying, you know, I came here in X and Y, Z year and be proud and, you know, all that good stuff. But I don't think we talk about the actual trauma that is placed on a lot of families, regardless of their uh, positive or beneficial aftermath, right? It, it kind of is like a, it's like a slap and a hug all at the same time. Um, just as anything, I would say there is a lot of sacrifice that goes into deciding to move to a different country from the islands. Um, but I do wonder, looking back, if a lot of these changes were made somewhat, not completely, but like maybe a little little bit in vain. And I say that because um, I wonder if there was just hype around moving, right? I, I don't know how many families just said it's better in America or it's better in Canada or it's better in London or it's better here and how many actually sat down and thought about what could be done anywhere in the world right not just not just those three because for some reason the West Indies love those three places how many people actually sat down and said Okay, what can we do? Okay, nothing can be done. Okay, awesome. What what now, right? And what is the best, most efficient and effective way to do this? I will say that I do understand that there are a lot of these countries that were in complete destitute and it was not in any way, shape or form a healthy or positive or ever going to be in the near future um, for a lot of families. And so they had to make those hasty decisions to get up and move at the, the best and, and quickest and most efficient time that they could find. So I, I'm not taking that away, but for those families that could, right. Um, or even those that, that couldn't, what are we doing following the moving process, to ensure the mental stability of those children and even those adults in this situation. I say this to say, you know, growing up in elementary school, middle school, grade school, period, um, you hear a lot of times, you know, kids are like, you know, moving is hard. Moving plays a very big role on why teenagers are sad. You know, they leave their families or their friends or just their support group that's around them and moving plays a big role and that's just from school to school or state to state now imagine you pick some up some well imagine you pick someone up and move them to a whole different country and 
if they speak another language, that's that's a whole nother um, puzzle piece. Um, and I wonder if we really sit down and say, wow, these first generation children or children of immigrants. Uh, I wonder if we're really, really honing in on how they are feeling and what trauma they are carrying. Um, it, it's funny to tie this back into the whole COVID situation. You know, pre-COVID, a lot of times people would say, you know, if you're feeling down, call a friend or be with a friend or go hug a family member or spend time with somebody that you love. A lot of ways that we feel love and we feel, you know, embraced is by actually physically being embraced. And ironically, at a time when people needed it the most during COVID, that was the last thing that we were allowed to do. Now, take a child of immigration or a child who was left behind by family members because they want to go make a better life and they cannot physically be with the people that are teaching them growing them and even doing the work to make them to allow them to have a better future when their family left the islands like mom and dad went to go work for example they stayed with nannies in the island or they stayed with distant relatives or they stayed with grandma and grandpa but it's not mom and dad or mom or dad it's it's a little bit more challenging than i think a lot of people have have added up together and even if people have i don't know that we've done a good job of actually discussing this right and furthermore i think it has caused a ripple effect of a natural divide in the West Indie culture, if that makes sense. I think that we often kind of just say, you don't need me. You can be independent. You can do this on your own because I went out and did this on my own. And furthermore, you stayed by yourself during this time or you pretty much didn't have your immediate support system there a lot of the time. So I wonder if we are just kind of innately grooming the next and next and next generations to believe and understand the same ways that was once kind of just a had to thing. I don't know if I'm making any sense. Um, but I, 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 it is a very important topic because I think it is kind of the beginning of a lot of first second and third generation generational trauma within the West Indies and the Caribbean culture I do think a separation from the maternal and paternal parents and immediate family kind of does create a future divide um, that I don't think we have grasped a, a grasp on or an understanding of how to deal with it um, now that it is here um, within our families and our nuclear families in you know whatever other country that you you move to 
Um, so I, I do think it's important for us to, to touch on these points, you know, now that we're older as our first and second generation and third generations, like I, I don't want someone to, you know, immigrate from the islands and have the same exact experience that we did. I would love to be able to share this information and be like, look, here's what you can do. Or even if you have a cousin or a sister or a brother or a friend who's still in the islands and they're thinking about moving, have this conversation with them. Talk to them. Um, a lot of times I don't think this was something that was a point of reference to discuss because it was not known to be a problem. I think the grass was just greener on the other side, if that makes sense. Um, and I think it was just the quick fix to a lot of financial problems, a lot of burdens within the island, a lot of safety concerns, a lot, a lot of, a lot of things. And again, I am not saying in any way, shape, or form that one is better than the other or worse than the other. I'm not. I'm not saying that. I am just saying that ultimately we should be having these conversations, and they should be considered in moving process and the moving process for for families um so just something to think about um as we go into the holiday season again really think about your family members really go into depth and and have conversations learn what you can learn from them and and share stories share the story of why you came over what was what was the benefit um do you are you happy that it happened are you regretful what was the experience and I think we can help prevent a lot of future trauma I think we can have the conversations with a lot of our uh the coming generations um that way you you don't repeat the same thing there's a quote that goes those who don't know their past are doomed to repeat it and I'm a strong Um, believer in that don't don't quote me on that because I could have I could have butchered it but something similar to that Um, so just remember as we go into the holiday season guys just keep yourself in check check up on yourself and then check up on the ones around you okay the loved ones around you the people that you know that you care about check up on them because you never know what they're going through um and as a culture let's really delve into why some of our roots are trained this way trained not to have this innate emotional side to us let's get into it let's figure it out going into the new years let's really understand ourselves and understand where we come from in order to get to a better place in the future right same reason why our family came over to America, Canada, London, whatever other country, understand that your emotion should also follow with that um, in order to have a complete picture of the benefits that come with with going on to a better life. Um, and with that being said, that is going to be it for this episode. Um I am very excited because for my next episode, I should be having a special guest and she is very near and dear to my heart. Um, And I think this is the 
best way to segue into the next episode that we have. And it's basically going to be the effects of moving to America, right? What what happens now that we are in America? And what better way than to bring on this special guest because she can share in my experience. Um, we had very similar upbringings. Um, and I just can't wait for you guys to meet her. It is going to be great. I'm excited. I finally have a guest on the show. And um, it's going to be perfect going into the holiday season um, to bring on family. So yes, it's going to be family. All right, you guys. Thank you guys for listening again. It's been awesome. Happy holiday. Uh, 2024 is going to be your greatest year yet. I believe it. All right. Bye.